0: What is going on, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I'm very excited to be here with you today. I'm just feeling good. I got off a couple client calls this morning. Oh my goodness. I hope each of you get to experience what it feels like to be living in your divine purpose. And it took me a while to get here. Honestly, I didn't always feel fulfilled by my work. There are certain parts of my work that I might not necessarily feel fulfilled by, such as answering emails (laughs) or doing back-end tech stuff or Editing podcasts or anything like that. You know, you could go into the whole thing about outsourcing the things that are not aligned for you, but that's not the point of today's podcast. The point of today and what I just wanted to share with you before I get into this and we talk about our feelings, which we love, right? We love feelings, is that I hope you are willing to be brave enough to discover what lights your soul on fire. I hope that you are willing to sit long enough in your feelings, to be willing to get uncomfortable, to be willing to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, to feel the things you don't want to feel, to be courageous even when you're terrified, and really follow those little nudges and clues that light you up because there is nothing more fulfilling than leaving a day at work and feeling like, damn, that is exactly what I wanted to do today. And what that feels like for me is that I just feel so much more energized. I feel aligned. I feel inspired to continue taking action, whereas I've been in jobs before where I felt completely drained after the fact. I wanted to go home, and even though I'd been sitting at a desk all day, I just wanted to sleep even more because I wasn't creative stimulated, I wasn't mentally stimulated, and it served its purpose at the time, but I really feel like I'm in my element doing what my soul is meant to do, having these downloads where I'm just allowing everything to flow, watching so many women get incredible transformations, not only in their bodies, because that's only a small portion of it, but their mindsets, to see them completely transforming their lives, their habits, their routines, and ultimately just having so much more confidence. The greatest compliment that I received from my coaching is, Julie, I feel more like myself than I have in years, because it's not necessarily about becoming this newer, better, more improved version of you. It's really just coming home to yourself, coming home to who you are, because that 2.0 version of you, the person that we've talked about before, this 2.0 ideal version of you that you're trying to embody and step into and act in accordance with her and have her level of confidence, that person is already within you. It's just peeling back all the onion layers, getting rid of all of the self-limiting beliefs, all of the judgments, all of the shame, all of the guilt that is clouding that person but it's really who you are deep down at your core. So if anything, I would say my eight-week coaching program and anything that I intend to do in my business is to really help you come home to yourself, to who you feel when you are your best, your most confident, your most aligned, your most worthy. If that is you, please go to juliebrewercom coach, sign up for one of my free introduction calls and we'll just chat. And if anything, you just walk away from that conversation with some tips and tools and some positive energy to get you motivated to start making changes in your own life. As you can tell, I love you. I'm passionate about this. That's why I'm fired up today. So go to julieboer.com slash coach, sign up for one of those calls, and let's get into today's episode about feelings. So when I say to you, okay, feel your feelings, Do you have any resistance towards that? I know for the longest time, feeling my feelings felt like such a taboo thing. I was scared to feel my feelings. I was scared to go there. I was scared to get sad because I thought I would get stuck down there in this bottomless pit of despair and never be able to come out of it. So what did I do? I numbed, I distracted, I avoided. And what does numbing and distracting and avoiding actually look like? For me and for a lot of my clients, it has to do with food because although we might overeat because it feels good temporarily, we experience shame and guilt after the fact. But ironically, the shame and guilt that we feel after eating is still better in our brains. It still feels safer to go there than it is to actually get to the root cause, the root wound, the root thing that we need to address those feelings of not feeling worthy not feeling good enough not being secure not feeling safe when we avoid those feelings by eating yes we're numbing out in the moment so we don't need to feel it temporarily and you would think to yourself oh I don't want to feel this guilt and shame anymore but it's interesting that those feelings the guilt the shame are still more comfortable than identifying the limiting beliefs and really just sitting in your feelings and while for some people this might look like a food addiction or overeating tendencies and behaviors or eating disorder behaviors for others it can make manifests itself in online shopping or regular shopping because it gives you that instant hit of gratification. It can look like scrolling on social media. You're numbing out. You're distracting. You get dopamine hits in your brain. It can look like losing yourself in relationships. It can look like people pleasing and pouring your energy into somebody else because it's easier to do that than to sit with your own shit. But what I'm going to encourage you today and what I'm going to challenge you to do because this is not easy is to sit in the shit. And I'm going to talk about how to do this because I know it's just like, okay, yeah, go let yourself cry. And that might seem like like, okay, well, I haven't been connected to my heart or my emotions in a really long time, so why is this beneficial? What is the point of actually feeling my feelings? Am I ever going to be able to come out on the other side, or am I just going to feel depressed? One of my clients who is a counselor told me this awesome tidbit of information, and it is that the average emotion lasts for only eight minutes imagine you let yourself go there for eight minutes. So for example, let's talk about real life tangible examples because I hate when people talk all philosophical and I'm like, okay, what what does that actually look like in my life <laughs> when I'm experiencing that? One common emotion for me is anxiety. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I feel like I have so much going on, sometimes I tend to internalize that as anxiety, which shows up as a heavy feeling in my chest, like a tightness in my chest or just a ugh, feeling in my gut. And what I have the tendency to do Before I learned how to sit in my feelings and to sit in the shit was to distract or to fix. I'm a fixer. I like solutions. I like coming up with answers to problems and problem solving. Shout out if you can relate. Put your hands up in the air like you just don't care, but you really do care or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I would try to fix. That feeling of anxiety would come up and instead of sitting in it and asking, what is this trying to show me? Or not even asking, just being like, it's okay to feel anxious. This is a basic human emotion that it's okay to experience. I would Google 10 tips to get rid of my anxiety. I would listen to a podcast to try to solve how to get out of my anxiety. I would scroll on social media. I would go eat a snack. I would do literally anything to distract myself from that feeling of anxiety because I was judging that anxious feeling as bad. I thought that if I felt anxious, something must be wrong. There must be a problem that I need to solve and I need to figure out what it is or I'm just going to put it off because it's too uncomfortable. What I try to do now is sit in it. I don't question it. I acknowledge the presence of the anxiety. So for example, I start to get that tight feeling in my chest or that feeling in my gut. I get curious about it. I say, okay, what is this feeling that I'm feeling right now? Okay, this feels like anxiety or it can be anything. You can name it as anxiety, stress, or even positive things like relaxation, hopefulness, optimism. Something my therapist gave me that's been so helpful and it sounds so juvenile is a feelings wheel. And I will link to it in the show notes so you can just look at it. And there are so many emotions that weren't even in my vocabulary that I didn't even know I was probably experiencing. But being able to have the knowledge and the language to identify what the feeling is helps you understand it so much more. So I use that feelings wheel or I just sit with it and I say, okay, what feeling is this? What is coming up for me right now? I acknowledge that this is anxiety. Okay, and that's it. I don't try to fix I don't try to solve. I don't try to numb. I literally sit in the discomfort of the feeling, which at first I'm going to be 100% honest with you was terrifying because I had all of these fears and limitations. I thought, okay, if I sit here in my anxiety, this means that I'm going to come up with this big epiphany of this huge thing that's wrong with my life. And then I'm going to feel even more anxious or I'm going to get stuck in this anxiety. Then it's never going to go away. And I'm just going to go in this downward spiral instead of me trying to label it and blame it and judge it and ask all the time, what is this trying to show me? Oh my God, I need to figure this out because this is bad. I shouldn't be feeling anxiety. Anxiety is a bad emotion and judging it and labeling it as bad as something that I shouldn't be experiencing. And instead looking at it as this is just part of the human experience. Like if I just look at the overall context of my life, yeah, of course you feel anxious. You have 72 things going on today. That's normal. That's what happens but by sitting with it i've realized that emotions are like a wave so you feel the wave coming on maybe you see the wave on the surface of the shore you see it start to rise you see it start to crest it's getting really uncomfortable oh my god i'm sitting there in the anxiety this doesn't feel good i feel very uncomfortable right now but eventually the wave crashes and it rolls out to shore and you feel so much better and you can genuinely move on with your day. You don't have to get stuck there because like I said, the average emotion lasts an average of eight minutes. So what if you were able to actually sit there for that eight minutes and say, here's what it is, I feel anxious, I feel depressed, I feel really scared, I feel nervous, I feel whatever it is that comes up for you, not labeling it, not judging it, not trying to fix it, not trying to figure it out, and just let it ride. I would so much rather feel that anxiety for eight strong ass minutes. It's gonna feel so much more intense than the numbing. Let me just say that. It feels very intense. There have been periods where I'm like, what do I need? And I just cry. I need a good cry right now. I need a walk, I need something, and I honor that. And I let it out, and then I'm able to move on with my day versus me saying, oh my God, I feel anxious. I feel sad. Push it down, numb, distract, eat, go on social media, do something else, try to fix it, try to solve the problem. And it's not like that anxiety or sadness goes away. It's still there. And I have the added guilt and shame and whatever else emotion comes up because I'm trying to numb it and shove it down. And we know what we resist persists. There's nothing worse than being anxious and then feeling anxious because you feel like you shouldn't be anxious am I right so just let it happen it's gonna feel scary lean into the discomfort and the beautiful thing about being willing to feel your feelings is that number one you need to feel in order to heal you need to be able to fully go there in order to process whatever it is you're going through what I also learned from this experience is that I was blocking myself for the longest time from being able to experience true joy and happiness and I did not understand this until I started going to therapy but that in order to experience one end of the spectrum, you have to be willing to go to the opposite end of the spectrum. In order to feel that happiness, that love, that joy and excitement, to be able to give and receive those positive emotions, you have to be willing to experience the contrast. You have to be willing to sit in the anxiety, to sit in the sadness, to sit in the discomfort of those quote unquote negative emotions that are coming up. And the reason I say quote is because there are no such things as negative emotions. They are all part of the human experience. We are sold on this idea that we need to be happy all the time. We need to be joyful. And especially as somebody who has naturally very high energy, meaning I'm the kind of person that people come to and they're like, wow, you're always in such a good mood. You always seem so happy and blissful and joyful. That puts a lot of pressure on a person because then what I started to do, what I'm learning is that I would make that mean, oh my gosh, I can't let myself feel anxious or depressed because that must be bad. And then I'm not showing up for people in the way that I feel like I need to be showing up for people. So let yourself go there, sister. It's gonna feel uncomfortable, okay? That's the point. If it feels uncomfortable, it's probably working. Sit in that discomfort, sit in the shit because the shit is where the shift happens. I need to make mugs that say this. Copyright, if you're listening to this, (laughs) don't make mugs that say that because I'm going to. But by doing that, not only are you going to feel better after the fact, So you can carry on with your day and there might still be a little bit of lingering, but it's not going to be that same intensity of shoving it down, resisting it, which will continue to allow it to persist. You will feel lighter. You will feel more expansive. And then long term, by sitting there and being able to feel your feelings, the full spectrum of emotions without judging them, being able to fully release and experience the sadness and the depths of the darker side of the emotions, that opens up your heart to be able to truly give and receive love, happiness, abundance joy, success, and all of the positive things that we want to experience that feel good in our bodies. So feelings are just there to teach you something. We don't always have to fix them. We don't always have to control them. We don't always have to push them away because the more we try to fix, control, and push away, the more intense they are going to become, the more we're going to label them as bad, and the more we're going to run away from them. But if you keep running away from something, it's just going to keep showing up for you in different ways, different opportunities, through different people, through different situations. So being able to to go there for yourself is the greatest gift you can give yourself. That is my challenge for you this week. Sit in that discomfort. Number one, name the emotion, what is coming up for you, and let it ride, sister. Ride the wave. Feel it. Understand that whether it's for eight minutes or 30 minutes, you just need a good cry. Whatever you need to do to release that emotion and just sit with it is okay. Whatever happens, whatever comes up for you is okay because you got to feel in order to heal. The shift is in the shit. You got to sit in the shit. These are just ways I like to bring lightness to this deeply transformative and healing experience. But this is the key. If you are struggling with overeating, if you are struggling with always being on your phone and addicted to social media, it's most likely because this wound or these feelings that are there that you keep putting Band-Aids over, the food, the social media, the shopping, those are all Band-Aids over bullet wounds. But until you're willing to take the Band-Aid off, sit there with the wound and let it heal by feeling your feelings, those things will just keep persisting. So it takes a brave woman in order to go there. But I know you're brave. I know you're courageous. I know you are willing to step up to this work because you were listening to this podcast. But I challenge you this week to sit in that discomfort because on the other side of that discomfort is everything you're looking for in your life. Love, happiness, success, abundance, true self-worth and confidence and joy. I love you so much. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.